You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and myself, James Carberry, focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Welcome to our presentation for the B2B Sales and Marketing Exchange here. Um, and uh, the topic of our panel today, our presentation today is how Bright Talk and Chronologic married marketing leads and sales meetings happily ever after. And we'll talk about how that impacted the business. And uh, I'm Aaron Bollinger. I'm joined by David Pitta, the CMO of Bright Talk. And uh, just a, a bit about uh, Bright Talk is uh, it is a community uh, education webinar platform of more than 10 million professionals. Uh, we use it at Chronologic. We use it for our webinars. We use it for presentations. We use it for virtual events. It's a great platform for virtual events. Uh, and we build out a meaningful portion of our marketing calendar through Bright Talk. Uh, they also have a great uh, lead integration um, and, and some other technology that just makes it a great overall marketing tech platform. At Chronologic, we are the world's first calendar monetization engine. We uh, help marketing and sales uh, work better together uh, by uh, autonomously working on engaged leads to convert them to meetings. Uh, so that as marketers generate meetings uh, or leads, those leads are converted to meetings by Chronologic and they show up as accepted meetings uh, built out for sales professionals' calendars. So um, we're going to talk about how BrightTalk used uh, the Chronologic technology and, and how they you know, evolved some of their revenue processes. And so the question at a very high level uh, was, you know, how is the sales and marketing relationship currently broken? And, and how does that hurt overall performance? And where are there areas where the, the disconnect between sales and marketing, if we could fix it or, or make some improvements, could really improve overall uh, pipeline and sales? And um, we've used a framework for this. Uh, one of the areas where we identified a disconnect, and we call it the last mile problem. Uh, and the last mile problem is uh, occurs at the intersection of marketing and sales, um, and it is uh, the concept is really that um, a significant portion of all engaged marketing leads uh, fail to ever convert to sales appointments, and that if you measure that uh, and then address it, uh, it can have a a significant impact on overall revenue performance. Um, David, as you look at the, the last mile problem and, and think about, you know, what that looked like at, at Bright Talk, uh, what, did this, what did this mean to you and how did this concept apply to you guys? Yeah, thanks, Aaron. And thanks for having me to be sales and marketing exchange. In fact, it was at the one, I think, in February earlier this year that we were able to meet. Aaron. And um, so I've had the opportunity to speak at this event in the past and I'm delighted, although we can't all be together this year or at this time, I'm excited to, to at least using the virtual platform to, to tell this story. So it was, um, Aaron and I were just chatting about kind of my journey and my journey started off um, kind of the first chapter of my career was in um, sales and the second 
um, and kind of uh, a longer part of my career has been in marketing. And there, so there is definitely a marriage here between sales and marketing. And there is an alignment that needs to happen in order for things to, to really work. So marketing is only successful when, when there's a um, strong alliance with, with sales. Although there's tension, right? There's always tension in this relationship. And we often find a tension um, either on sales isn't getting the type of demand that they, they need to be successful. And that's typically uh, the tension from the sales side to the marketing side. And then also there's this real tension around uh, marketing feeling like they're generating the demand and it's just not getting active or activated. So we met Chronologic through um, uh, an internal referral and Aaron and I chatted and this was um, kind of late last year and he was telling me about this tool that he had. At that point, we were using a different um, application to try and you know, cover the gap in this last mile, which is a lead is produced or there's, you know, somebody is showing interest in your company or your products and how do you tighten that, um, that last mile so that you're responding quickly and you're converting successfully. And at that point, this tool was kind of an AI robot that was we were trying to automate some of the conversation and trying to, again, cover this gap. And it just wasn't uh, working for us. And when Aaron had brought Chronologic our way, there was an instant light bulb, but this was um, really the solution that we needed. And it just, we hadn't found it yet. So we, we did a deal and the, the, the first um, last mile problem, so there's many last mile problems, but what I wanted to do was look at the highest value last mile initially. And that was looking at people that were asking for meetings with, um, with Bright Talk. And oftentimes, those are the ones that you actually don't need to sell sales too hard on because people are raising their hand. But that said, it doesn't mean that we were uh, the most efficient and the most effective at following up on those leads. So the first thing Aaron and I went through was, well, let's put a value to the, the actual meetings that are coming through. So we looked at, you know, ACV, we looked at our win rates, um, our pipeline win rate, and our meeting to pipeline conversion of generally across many of our lead sources to just get a baseline start. And the calculation came back at um, the value of a meeting or a value of covering off and being more successful in that last mile for us was a $4,000 um, value per meeting. And then the next thing that we did was we wanted to really understand the size of this last mile problem. What is the impact that we can have um, at this value per meeting rate? And so we looked at, at that point, it was 17,000 annual qualified leads in late 2009. 2020 has been a big year, of course, for virtual events, webinars, and videos, which is the business that I'm in. So. Um, Aaron, I don't think I've shared, but we're up to 70,000 qualified leads this year. It's just been, wow. um, yeah, it's been a, it's been quite, uh, quite a year and, and we'll talk about really, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about like, if we didn't really have a solution in place to cover this last mile, we really would have been kept off, um, or caught off guard. But at this point when we were doing this math late last year, we, we were, um, calculating 17,000 annual qualified leads, which meant, uh, we had, um, uh, where we wanted 1,700 of those meetings to be booked, or we were getting 1,700 of those meetings to be booked at about a 10% conversion rate. Um, so the, va the value per meeting of 4,000 
gave us a um, a sixty one million dollar pipeline number that was just articulating the size of this problem. And I think it is important to understand the scope and the size of the issue that you're certainly trying to solve. So it doesn't mean we were losing all that pipeline, but it did open up the question that it is a sizable challenge and that we needed to solve this last mile problem. So really what we, the solution was, um, <clears throat> was in, you know, we're a customer chronologic. So as a marketer, I'm just going to be very um, transparent that we, were, we, we knew we had a problem. We didn't necessarily know at the time it was this calendar monetization problem. But indeed, if you think about the follow-up process of getting a lead um, engaged, scored, processed, and assigned to either sales development rep, certainly B2B or even sales rep, um, it really does come down to a back and forth conversation of kind of gauging interest understanding if there's a fit, and it ultimately leads to scheduling a call. Um, I'd say that's typical with most complex sales cycles. Certainly, there are um, solutions out there where customers can go and buy or download or trial, and those are all valid um, uh, paths. But for businesses that might be listening to this today who have complex sales cycle and involve salespeople um, in pretty much every sales process, the calendar side of it, the, the ability to get people into a discussion where um, you can identify um, the fit or you can uh, justify um, potentially working together, go through a demonstration and even open up a proposal. This, this is the area where we found the most friction. And it's not, this is not necessarily the friction between sales and marketing. This is certainly the outcome uh, alleviates friction, but it oftentimes is just the friction for the customer and being able to easily do business with you. So there's uh, the three areas that we've been looking at and using chronologic. The first one I mentioned are the people that are saying, I want a demo. And you know, the speed of response is so critical. And as a global company across all regions, it's really difficult when you look at a sales development team of 22 people and these requests coming in on Saturdays and Sundays and off hours in certain regions, we weren't as quick to respond to these folks that absolutely needed to talk to us. So we looked at the demo requests. We also looked at um, the tens of thousands of leads of people who are engaging with our content programs. And then most recently, we've introduced this to what we call our customer expansion team to look at um, expansion of current accounts. So it was a calendar first approach. We really wanted to close that gap. Um, ideally for the customer, but also to be to find more efficiency in the sales development process as we're connecting those two. We did want the speed of response to be um, nearly instant. Um, and we wanted to be able to control some of the messaging so that we can have a consistent experience as we were closing this gap in the calendar monetization. As we move forward, I'll just show you what the what we had with um, with going this route of calendar optimization is we had the ability to actually determine how we wanted to position um, Bright Talk in the first messaging. And that was key because oftentimes marketing is, is generating the demand. In this case, this person would have asked for a, um, and this is Bright Talk consultation for Chronologic. So um, it, that's less important. This is a little bit around um, uh, the, the, the essence of somebody saying, I want to I see your solution. But 
this allowed us to set the tone on the first message. So somebody would submit a request uh, within five minutes that would have been routed through CRM, marketing automation, scored, assigned to sales development or sales rep, and then Chronologic would pick it up. It would be able to look at that person, that owner's um, calendar, and then look at look for blocks of open availability and start to suggest a date and time. In this case, um, May 19th, 2020, from 2.30 to 3. Uh, we could set whether it's a 15, 30, you know, 45. Um, and then the prospect can go back and forth um, with the salesman without the salesperson even understanding that there is a back and forth, but the AI and the logic built into the tool has the ability to say, oh, that didn't work. They said no, or they responded and said, that day doesn't work. How about this other day? And all of a sudden, this back and forth is happening. Well, in some cases, we have sales development people sleeping. And, um, and we finally get to a, a spot where a meeting is booked and confirmed. Um, and that, again, can happen very quickly. Or if in the case of a lack of response, uh, the tool is capable of just continuing to kind of reach out and making multiple attempts in order to get that meeting. So for me, it really was an insurance policy, an insurance policy to make sure that these, the most high converting and value, value leads that we were producing were going to get um, 100% follow-up. And as I mentioned, this year has been a crazy year, um, as we all know. But um, so you can see, this is a representation of the volume of this particular um, lead type, this demo request lead type, which which had good volume, you know, hundreds per month. But then kind of COVID hit in 2020, and as a virtual event platform, every marketer was looking for alternative solutions um, to their physical event strategies. And thank God that we had implemented this. Um, at the tail end of 2019, which was uh, not planned. We didn't expect the pandemic. And um, we saw that volume shoot up. We, within 30 days, um, we had an increase of, um, of almost 90%. And that's continued throughout the year. So at that point, we only had two inbound reps that were handling the majority of this, this volume. And we only had two because this volume was actually appropriate for a team of two. Um, but when it hit, you know, we were able to actually respond in a very significant way to this volume and be quick to react. And that had significant impact, of course, on our business. And I want to share some of those results on the next slide here. Um, so what you're seeing, again, the, the volume doesn't necessarily matter. So it's just you know, it's kind of grayed out in a way. But what I think matters here is that what we looked at before we started the program versus what we looked at in Q1 is we were looking at the conversion rate. So in a manual way where somebody says, I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you, right, talk, um, and then us processing that lead, getting it to somebody and having them work it. It was a, it was a fine conversion amount, right? I mean, it was, it was okay, I'd suppose. 44% of people that raised their hand were turning into opportunity creation. But when we did look at that, we just thought like really less than half the people that say they want to talk to us were actually turning into an opportunity. We felt like either the quality was wrong or there was a process problem here. And that's what we wanted to first kind of sort out and solve. We were closing 20% of that volume. Um, so our request to win rate was at 9%. And what we found in the first um, quarter of this year um, and certainly there was a you know, significant increase of nearly 90% in the volume of these requests. 
even with that team of two, um, we were able to, so volume of requests, no additional headcount, but an automated solution to calendar monetization, we're able to find um, uh, a 70% increase from requests to opportunity creation. And even with that increase in conversion, we were pleased to see the conversion of winning those business or winning that business um, to be at 19%. So you think, oh, wow, you got more volume, but you know, was it quality? And the answer here is yes, 19 versus 20. So slightly below, but significant increase in the amount of meetings that we were having. So our request to win rate um, uh, ended up being 13% or lifted 13%. So it was a 59% increase in opportunities quarter over quarter um, between uh, Q4 of last year and Q1 of this year. And I just, what I'll show you is on the next slide is the impact that this has on a sales rep. So, you know, honestly, there were, there were a few people on the team initially when we were getting this working where they were like, oh, I don't know. I think I can do a better job. Um, but it, that, was a, that was maybe 10 days where we just had to kind of work out the friction of we're going to change this. We're going to take this out of your hands and we're going to um, automate the ability for, um, uh, for us on your behalf to get your meeting set. And this is an example. This is actually somebody here that works for me in Phoenix. Um, he's on the inbound team. And I said, give me a shot of your calendar. And this was back in, I think it was maybe um, April, or you know, at least in the second quarter of this year. But this is an example. It's grayed out because some of the stuff's very personal, um, client names. And, but what you can see is all of those 30-minute blocks are actual meetings. This is what my reps, my sales development reps were walking into when they came into the office on Monday and they saw their entire week built out. And we went from averaging about, well, with these two inbound reps, they were on fire. They went from doing 20 opportunities created on average per month to in April, this particular person had 100 opportunities created just by himself. So, um, he was a hero in some ways for the company, but also there was a little bit of animosity, right? Because he's just having such success. But that allowed us to say, well, here's why we're having success and allowed us to kind of expand the tool and get the global team to adopt it and start to expand it into other areas because they were seeing um, the success of the program. So I just, I'm here to tell this story today. It's, uh, it's been a fun one for us. It's one that we're continuing to lead into. Do you feel like... Um, ultimately taking the work out of the back and forth of, oh, does this day work versus does that day work um, with a tool that can actually look at a calendar and communicate back and forth to confirm and secure that meeting. Ultimately, as you can see on this slide, it just makes um, sales and sales development people very, very happy um, to be busy um, as they come in the office every day. So I'll leave it with that, Aaron, open it up to questions. I hope that fits within the time window that we had today. I think we were right on time, David. Thank you so much for sharing the story and details. And uh, I know we're we're going to plan to be there, uh, or you know, plan to to uh, talk through and answer answer questions uh, as they come in. And really appreciate everybody uh, thinking through uh, with us some some new innovative ways to connect marketing and sales better than ever before, and in new ways in in an unprecedented year uh, and help us all get through it with uh, better, better revenue teams than ever before. So uh, on behalf of Chronologic and Bright Talk, thank you so much. And uh, David, thanks. Cheers. Thanks, Aaron. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. 
to make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.